Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Dreamers Succeed podcast. I want you to help me welcome a very special guest today who I am thrilled to have join us. She is extremely busy and extreme. She's got her hands in so many things. We're going to get into it in a minute. So I'm very, very fortunate that she was able to make the time uh, this late, uh, almost December evening to join us. She is a performance and confidence coach who works with high-performing entrepreneurs to bring their visions to fruition by implementing proven success strategies, time-tested methods of execution, enhanced focus, and emphasizing their strengths to reach their sustainable goals. I know that's a mouthful, but um, trust me, she's, she's amazing. She is a mom. She is an entrepreneur. She is the epitome of success and balance. When you hear her talk about her life, you're going to see what I mean about balance and just as heart-centered as they come. So I have to say that I am honored to know her and I thank God every day that we are fellow tribes women. Please help me welcome Coach Celsi Deiza. <laughs> Hi, Celsi. Hi, Berta. Wow, what an introduction. <laughs> I don't even know what to say after that. I'm blown away. It's I'm turning awesome. red. I don't know if you guys can see me, but I'm turning red. That was so sweet and so heartfelt and so from the heart. How are you today? Great. How are you? And so true is, is the most important part. It's easy because I don't have to make anything up to make you sound so good. Everything good? Everything is going great. And thank yeah. you again. And I mean, the things that I could say about you go on and on and on, right? Please, please, exactly please. Go to what you we're going to keep on. it clean. So we'll, we'll keep that to yourself. <laughs> hey, almost December. Actually, by the time this airs, it will be December. Um, how's this year been? This year has been great. A little crazy. Oh, a lot crazy, right? I feel right. that we got a redo for 2020, right? Right. And we all did a lot of new things but this year was absolutely crazy just getting into the back into the swing of things it's been non-stop and now in december i think that you can agree with me isn't this the craziest time of the year yeah yeah absolutely absolutely um and you said <laughs> we're almost in december that you're the one that taught me that the new year begins tomorrow which is tomorrow tomorrow so happy almost new year it's new Year's yes Eve. i love it i love it. actually what's funny is that today and i'm i'm in tennessee now but today i i brought my whiteboard out of the closet because i've only been here for a couple of days back from miami so um brought the whiteboard out and i was actually you know filling it with goals taking a picture and erasing it filling it with goals and taking a picture and erasing it and it felt really really good to start getting into the goals again now i'll get to put that on my super annoying spreadsheet and start to reverse engineer but i'm super excited about starting this new year and you know turning over the calendar page into into what's next you know I'm so excited. Always a new year. It's always even more fun. It's a redo of the redo of 2020. So yes. New opportunities for so I love many it. new things. And I'm super excited. What What was your number one thing that you wrote down on your thing, on your whiteboard? You know, I, oddly enough, travel. It, it was the first four things on my whiteboard were, were places that I wanted to absolutely visit this year coming up. Is and Kenya one of them? actually Ethiopia, Ethiopia, which is right next to Kenya. So I'll, I'll not go to Ethiopia and not go to Kenya, but my plan is to spend two weeks, but spend a week in Ethiopia. There's a lot of civil unrest there, but I have two babies there who I have not met. And, um, and I think there may be an opportunity in May to do Ethiopia. So I'll probably tag it on to, uh, to a Kenya week. And I just found out last week that my daughter's boyfriend wants to do Kili. So I'm trying to see if we can set something up to do another, another Killy fundraiser thing, whatever, and just start training for that. That was one of the, one of the other goals was working on my health because I've been lazy. Late, I please. You know, I'm <laughs> so can you post it on all of that because Ethiopia yes. sounds fabulous. Yep. Yes. And Serious. how has your year been? Oh my gosh. Amazing. 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 It's been, you know, a, a year of a lot of news. Uh, newness and a lot of uh, unraveling and and uprooting and just 
crazy, crazy stuff, but I want to talk about you. So, Celsi, let me, let, me, let me do something because I have the honor and the pleasure of knowing you. Um, I feel like, like Celsi is one of those people that you know how you meet someone and you feel like you've known them your entire life or their entire life because she's like younger than my children. But um, she's, she's had such a rich, full life and continues to live every minute um, just to the fullest. I feel like you're living life out loud every minute. So I have the pleasure of knowing you. So tell, tell us a little bit about Celsi. Uh, for those who don't know you, and I don't want you to be honest, I mean, uh, modest or humble throughout this entire conversation, because I know you can be, but, but give us a little, a little nutshell of your background. Um, okay, so a little or a lot, because you know, I can just talk oh, forever and ever. <laughs> <laughs> I love so, it. Hello everyone, I'm Celsi de Isaguirre, or Celsi Soto, I go by both names, and okay, so much about me. I am first and foremost, I am a mother. So I am a mother to the most beautiful little girl on this planet. She is perfect beyond means. And I wear a ton of different hats and I'm always juggling them. And like Berta said, I do live this life to the fullest and I enjoy every millisecond of this day. Um, I am a wife, a daughter, a sister, a coach, a biologist. I, I'm always running around doing a bunch of things and I love, and I'm so honored to get to live this life that I do live. I love to read and put me, give me a book and I will be hidden away for a bunch of days running and dancing. My God, I could run and dance for the rest of my life. If these legs of mine would permit me to, but um, it's just nonstop. I'm always on the go. I'm always talking to people you know, my passion is helping people. So I try to do as much of that as possible. And I hope that it gets done well. And yeah, just on and on and on, right? Never I love it. I love it. And Celsi, one of the things, and, and I want to talk about this later, but I, I want to put a pin in it because I don't want to forget when you said running, I know that you're training for a marathon now in January, right? The Miami yeah. half, half marathon? Yes, it's going to be a half marathon. And I wanted to do the one in January, but it. It's, a, it's actually the weekend of my mom's bridal shower. Oh my goodness. And okay. I stepped okay. through it and my mom said to me, are you insane? <laughs> I go, do we have anything this day? And she says, do we have anything this day? I don't know. Maybe the bridal shower that you're in charge of is actually in February. I love it. I love it. They okay. moved it to February this year, but to so February, I'm looking yeah. for another one to do in possibly April when things calm down a bit. But I I'm in charge of it, and I thought I was going to be executed. <laughs> yes, but but listen, I know you've been training, so that's that's a big deal. So that's good. So so let me go back to because I know you you talked a little bit about your coaching, and I know that you always talk about how rewarding it is for you to coach amazing high performing clients. Um, can you pinpoint a little bit of about where you think that that passion started? So there's so many different things that have led me to be exactly where I am. And my passion, not to sound cliche in any way, but has always been, you know, to help people. And I'm a biologist and I thought that that's really the route that I was gonna go down through, but Jesus and God have, you know, they always have a plan that you're not always aware of and you're mm -hmm. on his time, not your own time, right? <laughs> so it has led me to where I am here, but it really just started when I was little and I've just been a helper, 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 helper. And, and I think it just comes naturally for me. And it's something that has always been within me, but it was a little bit dimmed and something lit fire to that. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think it kind of came around a time when I wanted to really, really execute my passion, but also had to maintain and do so many different things at the same time so I thought about different things that how and how I could help people and then that's where that passion really started and I started listening to a lot of books and a lot of podcasts and there was this beautiful podcaster named Christy Wright and she really really helped me and has spoken to so many people and she's such an inspiring person and then I thought to myself like can, can I do this? Like something similar to her. So I feel like that might've been a moment like where the light totally kind of started, got it rolling a little bit with that. And then from there, I was working in a business and we got a coach and she saw something in me that I 
didn't see in myself. And we got to talking and a couple of people had told me before that I had been speaking with and helping them go through some issues. And they told me, why don't you take this avenue of a career and help people by talking out through their problems and setting goals. And throughout my life, I'd have different people tell me that. And then this coach basically told me when I had spoken to her, you are a coach already. And why are you not doing this as your career? So, you know, so many different things have led me here, but I think that really the struggle between having such a strict, super hyper-focused career and wanting to help people and also being a good mom and balancing all that life has to juggle at you, that's really was the driving point. But then when so many people started seeing things in me that I kind of didn't want to see in myself because I was scared and who am I to have this authority to live this amazing life that I get to just help people, right? And through them and obviously with God and everything. And that's really, I think, where it all started. I love it. I love it. And I know we did a, we, we have vision boarded together. So I know that yes. most of, what of is, my TV. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I don't watch my, my husband, my, I, I'm not, I, cause I fall asleep. That's why I don't watch it. But yeah, and my husband puts on something super gory or super scary that I can't stand to watch. So I put on my AirPods, right? And I listen to a book because I'm always drowning in whatever <laughs> literature I can get my hands on. And then I'm literally, I fall asleep at night, ignoring the TV because I'm terrified, literally petrified of whatever he says that that I just don't know what good tv is and I said it's trauma <laughs> we have enough trauma and insanity in our lives why do we have to watch this on the tv too right so I fall asleep at night with my airpods and just like staring at my vision board so yes your question oh, was okay. on vision boards too. I you love it I love it yeah and I and I know that so much of of what is on there and so many of the conversations that we've had before have been around this passion that you have for just creating that success and creating the abundance and manifesting the abundance so that you can give back and you can help. And you always talk about, you know, I can't, I can't pass up anybody, even on social media, asking for help because I'm, I'm always tempted to just help. So I know that, that a big, yeah, you can't, right? No, I, I can't say no. And I can't yeah. say no to anyone or anything. And it's something that I've been really practicing on because, you know, you need to take care of you in order to take care of everyone else because if you're saying yes to everyone and constantly yes 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 yesing everyone yes, yes. A verb, right yeah you you don't have time for you and it's and eventually you you burn out which has happened yeah. to me and mm -hmm. and it's so hard to say no and it's yeah but it's so important so i've this past okay talking about this year and what things have happened you know going a little bit back in time here i've been practicing saying no a little more no I love it. I can't. No. Yeah. Perfect example. Tomorrow I have a, an, a, uh, a dinner with some friends and they asked me to make something. And my daughter, as you know, has 7,000 shows this week. Yeah. <laughs> and they said, oh, you make this really good salad. Can you make it? And I said, no, I can't. <laughs> I love and, it. And they asked me why. And I said, because I can't. Because Yeah. I'll bring yeah. something pre-made. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. And, and I think, Celsius, that's one of the biggest things. If we as coaches are not able to set those boundaries. You know, I always say we can't, we can't take our clients somewhere that we haven't been before. So I think that as, as in an effort to be better coaches, we have to really, really exercise um, being able to set those clear boundaries. So congratulations to you, girl, because I, you know, I know that that's not easy. Um, no, and boundaries just, are so important for all aspects of life. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So Celsi, let me ask you a question. What do you think, you know, now that we're on the subject of, of coaching and how we have to set that example and maybe set the tone, what do you think are the biggest, the three biggest issues that people that come to you? Because I know you work a lot around business and mindset and confidence and high performance. What are you, what are, what are you seeing might be the three biggest issues because sometimes they come in waves right that you might see two or three things here and then something seems to shift and it's like man everybody that's coming is having these two or three issues what do you think are the three biggest issues that people okay. are coming to you for coaching yes so there's a lot of repetition in the issues right and there's issues that i've gone through that i that i that have helped that i've overcome that have helped me get to where I am. So I'd say the three biggest issues are 
Um, confidence for sure, just not having the confidence to do what it is that, that they want to do, that they know what they want to do, but they don't know how to execute it. And insecurities are all over the place regarding that. Another problem is n not knowing what exactly it is that you want to do. So you have this degree, right? Because you, you went and you studied math, you have to be a math professor. And because you went and you did accounting, you have to be work at an accounting firm and be the CPA for that firm. And it's just, mm -hmm. and they have this degree that they love and they want to use, but they're really unhappy in their, in their jobs. And they just don't know how to get out of that rut and just focus and take their business to the next level because they're not happy with what they're doing. So that's one, another thing. And third is, is, is time. People don't wow. know what to prioritize. And if, everything is important, then you've heard this before, nothing is important. Yeah. So yeah. I think that those three things are really inhibiting and just, you can't, you don't have time for everything. So you need to stop doing the things that aren't bringing you success and fulfilling you and helping you live out every single millisecond mm -hmm. and fill that role with something that's more bountiful. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's a huge one, I think, um, because I I think it's it's like that, you know, and I'm and I tend to be one of these people that gets easily distracted by shiny objects. Right. So girl, exactly. Girl. Right. Right. Anyone, anyone. But but it's it's almost like, yeah, 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 it's OK. Let's do it. And and I, I actually I'm struggling with something right now because I'm on I'm on these boards of these nonprofit organizations that I truly, truly believe in. But, you know, I, I've come to the realization that I've bitten off more than I can chew on some of them. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I don't want, I want to serve them in a different capacity, but I know that my boundary is I have to step away. I have to step away and serve them from a different capacity because I, I need to be high energy, high focus, high abundance centered for my clients. I have to, and my clients are my family. I mean, and, and I know we've, we've had this conversation. No, absolutely. No one lives out that truth more than you. You know, it's just, it's just that I, I can't. And that, so, so even though before I might've been thinking about beta and, and, and listen, it's okay if I'm stretched too thin and it's okay if I'm tired and it's okay. Now I think of it from the other side of, I need to be whole and I need to be shining in my best light in order to shine in my best light for my clients, to do that for my kids, to do that for my granddaughter, to do that for my family. I mean, it's just, and, and, and sometimes it's what you say, Celsi, it needs to be that, that sort of like turning, flipping that switch to realizing, listen, I'm going to need to prioritize my time too. It's not just prioritizing everything that I have to do. It's some of these things that I have on my list need to be off the list. Right. And, 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 and it's all seasonal and it's okay to be like you said stretched out thin and this mm -hmm. and that every once in a while because during the holidays for example yeah. Yeah. you're all stretched thin 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 yeah. paper thin but that's a season but you can't yeah. like you said you can't be stretched out paper thin filling all of these boards because you I mean you you if you can't do such an amazing job if you're doing a million things all the time but if it's exactly. for a season and this nonprofit organization needs you for this event hands-on 24 7 great it's a season of stretched out thinness that you have nothing more to give but it can't be like that 24 7 yeah. because yeah you you that's happened to you it's happened to me you're not yeah. successful yeah. you're not giving your best and people are getting not your best and that's why the, the problem that I've encountered with my people is that they can't succeed like that yeah and then, why 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 and the why is always in their questions and yes they know the why they just need help seeing it Right? Yes, I you love that. Oof, I love that you said that. Yeah. And and that's what it is. It's just holding up the mirror. Okay, let's see what's there. And and there it's what you say, Celsi. It's in there. They know it. And another thing that I've noticed too, now that now you see, I can never stop talking. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Is that <laughs> people don't understand that plans can change, right? That's a huge other problem that I'm seeing. It's Plans can change. People can change their mind. You need to say no to some things and, oh, but what happens if they, I never see them again and, and I lose that? It's, then it wasn't meant to be, but you need to prioritize things that are important, not just in the business world, but 
also in your family because that ultimately if it's meant to be it will lead you to where you need to be and right. plans change people change things change and you need to be adaptable to that and that's another huge problem people not being adaptable but right off very fixable and easily done so once you realize what that problem is yeah yeah so Salsi, since you're a biologist okay um i want to dissect something just one Ooh, of these we're back in lab tell me yeah we're back in labs i i don't want to i don't want to dissect all of them but i want you to and you can pick you can pick you know one issue one thing one problem that someone has come to you you know how do you how do you show up so that you can help someone navigate around the issue that they're facing okay so like one challenge that i've had previously right mm, let me think there's so many right okay so i do work with entrepreneurs and and businesses and individuals but a huge part of my coaching which you know this is for young girls and confidence mm -hmm. and you know teenage age and college age too and a huge issue that i've seen having to work with is loneliness and the loss of connectivity wow yeah and i've also i've helped people do different things but this one just really is a little bit more sentimental and it you know it's something that was really hard to overcome and it's i've had someone that i know you know that i've worked with tell me that they have so many friends and that they're lonely and sad <gasps> right and that oh my gosh and it's just uh you know i'm not a therapist so i don't you know i know where my my job stands but it's i help them through with connectivity right because we know so many people and we have all these friends and we're doing all these events but it's people aren't connecting the same way and i feel that there's a huge trend after the pandemic that people are really having an issue in connecting just because we were at home for a year you know some people even stayed home a large portion of this year right mm -hmm. and people have lost that ability to connect and it's like for these people that are in young adults that are in middle school and college and this young individual was happened to be in their freshman year and it's just they at such an essential age their whole world got flipped upside down and you know yeah things got scary and i think that people aren't connecting as well as they used to and there's such a social media is also a huge problem with the connectivity yeah. people don't know how to talk face to face like yeah you have right. a ton of friends you have a total ton of social media friends you have 700 likes on your photo that you posted but you're with your friends and you guys are all out and then you're all on your phone like this wow no one knows how to talk anymore yeah. wow. so i just feel like having deep connections and finding someone that maybe your friends are just your going out friends and i feel like you have different friends for different reasons but you need to find people that you connect with on a different level whatever that may be so wow. that was one problem that i feel like there's been a ton but that one was the one that hit home the most to me wow and Celsi, when you were working with this person and i'm i i'm assuming there there are others that fall under this category i think that's you hit on something huge right now because i think it's something that people aren't talking about enough and and even as adults and even as older adults like me you know there is that lack of of connection i i was staying at uh i was in colorado for a month in the airbnb where i was staying the amazing i met this beautiful lady that lived in the in the back cottage um and we just became fast friends and she was telling me she said the pandemic sort of kept me home and then it's almost like you lose that momentum of going out there and doing life and being normal she says and i've got to get out of this house you know i've lost touch and the more you are confined to yourself the more comfortable you get with it and the more comfortable you get with it the harder it becomes to get out there and start making friends and navigating and networking and and doing life in a in a more of a normal way but well, i think you just touched on something Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but it takes 21 days to form a habit. Supposedly, that's what science says. So if you're home for 21 days without seeing with anyone or talking with anyone, or like I, you know, I was here with my family, but this old lady, older lady, excuse me, was alone. You said, right? What, right. What's her routine going to look like after 21 right. days? It's 21 months almost. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. And and older people 
you know, it's, it's a little bit more difficult to overcome that just because it becomes part of your routine. But of course she feels like that and not just yeah. her and so many people, so many people. Yep. That's, that's the thing. And I, and I think that we've, we've, I mean, I have friends that the first time they, you know, and I never stopped. I mean, I was careful, but I never really stopped traveling or living or doing yeah, life during the pandemic. You know, there were a lot of people. Yeah. But I have friends who I remember the first time that we got together for lunch or something. It was it, it had been almost a year. And they're like, this is the first time that I'm sitting down at a restaurant and make sure that it's a table separate from everyone else. And the Love restaurants were, were pretty much empty at the time. But but I'm thinking, man, this this really took a toll on us. So when you add to that this layer of this younger generation who who really have known how to do life on social media, you know, we got social I got social media, you know, as an old person, right? I but got, um, social media came out like once I was already not came out. Facebook was always around, but Instagram right. all that came out when I was in college. So it wasn't something right. that I supported, but they have all these all these famous celebrities that are always with their friends and uh -huh. I'm sure that they all post together, change outfits and then come back. Like social media wants yeah. you to see the, the best life. Yes. And and it's all ages that have truly suffered with this. But imagine being this 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 individual who I'm talking about was a freshman in college. So they spent their senior year virtual. They didn't have a prom. They didn't have anything. Wow. And that's so sad. And it's moving to a new college, a new city making new friends, of course, you're going to be lonely. Yeah. You, don't, yeah. you need to find people that you can connect with. And even my daughter, who was four at the time of the pandemic, was sad. She said, I miss my friends. And for a four-year-old to under even understand when she has a mom and a dad and a family, yeah, hard. Yeah. And for that yeah. older person that you're telling me about, it's so difficult. Yeah. And connectivity is just essential. We weren't yeah. put on this earth alone. God made a community of people people traveled the world in the olden times in communities. We need community to survive. Yeah. We're not individuals. We are people that need each other and thrive off each other's energies. And, and it's, and, and the connectivity is not as great as it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, and I, and I love what you just said, Celsius, because I think a four-year-old will verbalize something that a 19 year old will not. Right. Something that a 30 year old will not, you know, am I going to sound weird because I say that I miss being around people, you know, that I mean, you know what I mean? But a four year old is not thinking from the perspective no of They're what so are they going to think? It's, it, it's just, it's just, this is what I'm feeling. And, and thank God that she's, and I, and I know, um, Kiala and, and I know how wise beyond her years she is. So, so it makes sense that she would <laughs> ask, on 30. yeah, really that she would ask a question like that. But, but when you, when you break through, Okay, when you when you have that breakthrough that almost either makes the invitation or gives this client permission to say something out loud that they probably are even afraid of feeling, much less saying, how is that for you as a coach? That is the most fulfilling moment. And you can see it in their face. They've been sometimes they don't even like you said, they don't even know that they're feeling this way. But then just because you're on the topic and you guys are talking and it's just really coaching, you know, is having the other person talk and share and they really self discover and they they just need a little bit of a push or a, or a special question that we are trained to know how to ask and get what it is that we want out of it. But it's mm -hmm. the most fulfilling moment. And you just feel like, oh, this is why I'm here. God chose this oh, path for me for this reason. And Excuse me. Sorry about that. That's okay. <laughs> that's <not>? good. <laughs> They're still calling you at this time. I love it. But that's yes, it's, but just, the, it's, yeah. it's never ending. Yeah, yeah. But I love never that. Ending. I love that, Celsi. And, and and it just makes you feel like there's a reason for you here. And then you know sometimes you can feel like oh there's a ton of coaches and there's a you know there's also a ton of stores there's a ton of everything but some you have something individual to offer that someone else can't and like that moment is so fulfilling that you recognize that through yeah. your work yeah. and it just makes you want to keep going and mm -hmm. keep helping and keep changing lives and keep setting goals for people and keep helping people live out loud like you said every single millisecond of yeah. this freaking yeah. day life yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I love it. We only I love have it. one life. We only have yes. one. And like people are of that. And it's so like so stressful. And I feel like that moment when they're like the aha moment is 
for them and for me, it's like, oh my God, let me start. We got time. We got, we gotta, we gotta go. We gotta go. Yes. Yes. And, and, and really not a crazy pace, a good pace. No, 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 no. But just to create a a sense of urgency of, of, listen, when are we going to start? Cause I know people, you know, in their fifties and sixties that, that they're completely reinventing themselves and that we wish we had coaches, you know, back when we were in our, in our twenties and thirties, maybe. And, and you know what, everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. But I, I was curious to ask you about that, just that spark, because I know as someone who has had coaches, you know, since I started coaching and looking into coaching, um, I, I know what it feels like as the coachee, right? That when you, it's like, oh my goodness. And it's usually not even in the conversation. It's that next day or two days later and you're driving in the car it's at two in the morning and it's like holy crap and then you're texting the coach or calling the coach and and letting them know listen I this is what just happened and you go through that so I know that for for me how that feels I know on the other side as the coach how it feels when you get that text or you get that call oh my gosh it is oh my gosh it's whether it happens in person like you said or like yeah. like hey I finally did that yeah I get it. I get it. I see it now. In fact, I got a, I got a text three days ago from a client that I had two years ago and we, we remained very close, very good friends. She's an amazing, amazing human being and her, it was Thanksgiving and she was, she was sending me like a Thanksgiving message and just telling me how grateful she was because she says, even through the coaching, you would tell me and, and you were revealing it in me, but for whatever reason, even though she was making a lot of progress, she says, I didn't see it then the way that I see it now, uh, how right you were about who I am and what you saw in me that I couldn't see in myself. She says, but I get it now. This is two years later, Celsi, you know, hey, and it's God's time. It's God's timing. It's God's timing. And like I said, even though there was a lot of progress and a lot of movement forward and a lot of moving the needle and a lot of hitting her goals, I think the really stepping into her own skin of realizing just, but it's, it was her time. You know, and, and I think that as coaches, a lot of times, and I tell people this all the time, you know, we're, I, I can't draw a stick figure to save my life. I have, yes. even Chloe will tell you, my granddaughter will tell you that I am like the worst drawer and in I the history of the world, funny. right? It's really bad. I said, but man, when I, when I see someone, I imagine like a Michelangelo seeing a block of stone. And then just seeing the masterpiece, all he has to do is chip away at everything that doesn't belong. And that's what we do, Celsi. We chip away at the limiting beliefs and the fears and the stupidity and the bullshit. And we chip away. It's hard. That chipping takes work. It's hard. It's hard. And listen, it's tears. Some people don't want to put in the work. So you really got to. Well, and it's not that they don't want to, they're scared to put in the work. What happens is self Michelangelo's masterpiece. Exactly. Exactly. You get another stone. Exactly. And there's just no way to mess it up. And, and I, and I think that, that for me, <laughs> my daughter used to tell me, yeah, you just like to make men cry. You know, I used to do a lot of my coaching before I had my office at Starbucks, you know, at the beginning. Uh, so I used to go to my neighborhood Starbucks and I had had all these men that would come and, and, um, and we'd coach and two years in the, the manager, and they already knew me. It's like the kind of Starbucks you walk in, they've got your order ready sort of thing. And, and one day the manager comes up to me, she goes, Berta, what do you do? And I said, I'm a coach. She goes, because she goes, I lost the bet because we would see you in here with different men all the time. And they knew I'm married because I would be in there with George all the time. Um, we'd see you in here with men all the time and they'd be, they'd leave crying. And we thought you were a divorce attorney. <laughs> and she goes, but now it makes sense. And those tears. Okay. I know you and I think you do like to men cry. I, I, I think I do. I think I do. But, but <laughs> yeah, but you know, the, the, um, those tears, the breakthrough, the, the fear, the, the, the hard of chiseling away at that marble is, is so necessary because the, for you and I, and for, for other, you know, coaches out there, we're seeing that masterpiece way before, you know, before they even know what the masterpiece looks like. Right. But yeah, um, we see something in them that they haven't seen in themselves and 
I've seen that with a ton of people, including my husband who started out with a little plant this big yeah. and now 10 acres. And I love it. And it's like, he couldn't believe I it. it. I saw it. I was like, yeah. Oh. You know, selling only in Wilson, and now he's goes to Texas and New York. And I said, yeah. "What do you like?" Of course, total this sense. Happen. <laughs> Why would it not happen? And he's like, "Can you believe this?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm seeing yeah, it. I, I, it happen. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Just it's, seeing so many things that other people don't see, and it's crazy, right? But then, yeah, it's crazy. It happens. I do that to myself. I'm like, I can't believe. And they're like, "What do you mean?" Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's so hard for us to see it in ourselves, right? But we're, oh we're great at seeing it in other people. I love it. I love that. I love and and I and I love talking to you about it because I know that you get it the way I get it. That it's just like like people come on. You know, sometimes I feel like God is you know the best of chess players, right? And we're here thinking we're total badasses because we can see five. I can't play chess for shit, right? Uh, no, but we can, can see. Yeah, we can see five steps, the real good ones. You see you're five steps ahead and God is over there a thousand steps ahead just saying, come on, I got you. I, I yeah. know I know what this is going to look like and it's going to be epic. Just keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. So, and, so and, and, I mean, absolutely. God carries us with everything and yeah. it's his time, his plan. And it's frustrating, right? Because you're saying, oh, yeah. I want to be here at this time, at this time. But, or you're running late and you're like, I want to be here at this time, this place. But it's not our time. It's not, our it's not our timing. It's not. I love it. I and love it's hard it. to let go of that control, but let go and let God, is what I say. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that control is really just a holding on to, um, to not giving into the fear. Sometimes I think that we're, we're so afraid of losing control that, that we actually, actually we should be afraid of being afraid of losing control because then we become paralyzed because we're so like, strict about everything paralysis by analysis or the overthinking man that overthinking just just you know can really can really do some damage celsius what's the biggest fear you've overcome there's so many <laughs> um but definitely the biggest one has been getting out of my comfort zone and just promoting and and talking about myself and that first video that I ever made was the scariest thing of my entire life <laughs> and I've hiked Angels Landing in the Bryson Dion National Parks and that was you know I went on a hot air balloon I've done I've jumped off stuff and yeah <laughs> nothing was yeah. as scary as making my first initial video and just like getting out of your comfort zone and the biggest fear that I have is what will people think of me and it's Really? What people think of me is none of my business. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, I'm not gonna be I love that. Your chief Mosa. Like, what do I care what they think of me? That's, that's I love me. it. I that's love hard. it. It's hard not to care about what people think because, you know, naturally we all want to be people pleasers and we want to be liked by most, but it, you know, you, you can't waste time thinking about that. And that's like such a big yeah. stepping stone. And that's like a fear I had to overcome and just putting myself out there and because I'm one-on-one, -on -one, I can talk for hours and hours and hours, and it's just, what will the mass of my following think of me? And yes. what they say, and people that used to know me, are they gonna, are they gonna judge me? And who cares, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing yeah. amazing work, you're living out God's word, and you're helping people, and you're doing great things, so what does it matter what Joe Schmo from 8th grade thinks about Exactly, you? and if they're gonna and think anything bad because you're doing that, then those are not your people anyway. No, absolutely. And it's just that paralyzing fear of what happens if they don't like my video. Okay, you make another video will come and someone will at least like something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that yeah. was I think that's my biggest fear that I've had to overcome regarding this business that we are both in and yes. so much. <laughs> the, e the ego girl, the ego that we gotta get rid of because we 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 we're not we're not here to serve our ourselves we're here to serve our people that which is crazy that, because i spend so much time and like because i've gone through this i can tell other people to just let that fear go and it's and make it sound so easy because i have something that i've overcome but yes i look at them and i think what well, was not that hard and i have to come back and say <laughs> it was super hard for you yeah yeah yeah, so that I'll was acknowledge that. That's huge. I love that. I love that. And when you guys see the video of this, Celsius like the most gorgeous human being on oh the planet, God. on the inside and on the outside. So I, I always tell her, if I look like yeah. you, I'd be in front of a camera all day. 
but but listen, we we each have our own <laughs> we each have our own thing. So, Celsi, I always like to ask um, if I looked you up in a dictionary, what would it say? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> so. I think it depends on what setting it is that you look me up in the dictionary, like where are we, right? Because there's so many different sides to any person. So if I'm talking with you right now, like with someone that I share this passion and I'm fun and I'm exciting, you can find me under fun and exciting. And then if I'm hanging out with my husband and my friends, I'm loud and life of the party and hanging out and I'm with my daughter, I'm silly and childish. If I'm with a client i'm trying to be more serious if i'm in an interview or in a meeting i'm super hyper focused and i'm all this in and i don't even recognize myself when i'm in those situations i'm like who is that right so i think that if you had to summarize one word i think it would be flexible and i think that's pretty accurate for me because so many different people need different sides of me right like my a certain client might need me to be a little bit more sentimental and gentle and some client might need me to be a little bit more of a tough guy and my mom needs a different side of me my sister needs a different side of me my daughter needs a different side of me my friends need a different side of me and it's just like having that adaptability to change and be flexible and give of yourself what that other person needs and really it's just feeding off their energy and what it is that they might need from you at that certain time and that certain person might need all of your sides right and it's just like being flexible and adaptable to what it is that they require from you so that you can serve them better oh i so. love that that's probably one of the best definitions i've ever heard and that that flexibility really celsi and i think for you as someone who is so authentic they're still <laughs> getting celsi it's just the different personality of the one Celsius. So I think that's a beautiful way to describe it because we do have to be, we have to be the same person, but different things to different people, depending on what their needs are. So I, I freaking love that. That's, uh, I love it, girl. I knew you'd have oh. a good one. Um, oh Oye, what's the big dream for Celsius? The big dream for Celsius. So um, initially when I started this, I was, I want to do this and I want to, of course, that cliche, I want to help people. And I was, that's obviously still my big dream, but I really wasn't sure exactly who and what I wanted to help. And I could help everyone in the world. I would, and, and I, and I plan to, and, mm -hmm. you know, I, I try to do as much as I can for whoever I can. And, you know, you have your Kenya mission and that's like your big picture and all the beautiful things that you do. And I was, you know, you and I have spoken about this. I'm like, I, I, I am helping everyone that I can and with whatever I can. And I don't really know. I don't haven't reached like that super big calling that you had with Kenya. Right. Do you remember you and I spoke about this yeah. one day? Yeah. Right? yeah. And I was thinking to myself, I, I don't, I'm like trying to find it and I, and I can, and then I just, you know what, I'll just keep helping everyone. And I'm, that's, that's my mission, right? That's my big goal to help everyone. And as much as I can and whomever I can, right. When the opportunity comes and then, I forgot, I, you know, I said it and forget it, yeah, said yeah. it and forget it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I said, in God's hands, you know, I'll just help whomever I can, whoever I can. And then my husband and I traveled for leisure, not mm -hmm. for a mission or anything to Guatemala for a wedding mm -hmm. recently. And we went into the village, right? And we saw all of these beautiful children, right? Wow. So they were the most you know, we have beautiful children all over the world, right? But these, and I've been to countries with, you know, different third world countries and countries of poverty, and I've always seen them and I've always wanted to help every single one of them. But these children, I don't know, something about them was so special. And maybe it's because I was with my husband and that bond that we share and we both experienced it together, but it was amazing. Like these kids were working like full time. They were eight years old and they were just blew me out of this world and my husband gave them like 20 bucks or something like that i don't even know and the kid started crying in front of him or <gasps> gratitude and he Whoa. didn't know what to do with it and my husband's like oh are you gonna buy a bike or like we can do with it right thinking you know like normal not normal but more privileged children that's something that they would do and he's like no i'm gonna go buy bread and avocado for my family for dinner oh, oh my, my gosh and then we both looked at each other and we were like, this 
Wow. You know, we, we, we've seen this, we've seen different children in, you know, underserved communities before, but it was just this one completely, you know, doesn't mean that I'm not going to help, you know, all of the other people that we've always helped and we will continue to, but like this called us, you know what I mean? And and I said that, you know, when we need to come back here and we need to make a difference. So that's my mission to, to make a difference for those children and all, not just the children, the moms and the dads of the people of Guatemala, all the individuals of Guatemala, but in spe- specifically the children, they were working like adults and they just, oh the whole gosh. family working on a coffee farm makes 60 cents a day for the whole day for the whole family working. Wow. That's like, that is insane to me. And it's just, it's, it was a huge reality check. And again, I was there for leisure, not for mission, but my husband and I said that that was going to be our mission oh, in this life. And obviously- amazing you can help so many people every single day doing whatever you want. But like, this was something that we experienced together and I felt that it was ultra powerful and yeah. we saw God there. We felt God there and we called by him to definitely do something there. And it was just, it was, I can't even describe to you. I mean, you know, oh how my it was gosh. You, yeah. you felt that. And it was something that I was truly, I, I couldn't believe it. And it was just, I was like, finally, what I, a found, gift. I, found, <laughs> I found something that like, <gasps> obviously everything motivates me but this was like the ultra motivator yeah yeah amazing what like and i and we all beautifully live but i was like this is the big mission to make a huge difference here what a gift what a gift and for both of you to experience that together, together. Isn't that and, to f- and to feel the same thing and to have that same calling and to just because you know what i always say there's so much power in a in a couple in a union that is working together towards a similar mission. Um, I think God does miraculous things with that uh, in, in a, in a much bigger way than just two individuals that come together for the same mission. I think that when you're a married couple and you have that, I think it's just, it's just blessed beyond, beyond means. And I, I love that that happened to both of you and for both of you. So we had a little technical glitch. Sorry about that. But Celsi, I, I, I love everything that you're saying. I feel your heart and everything that you are talking about. And I, because I know you, I know that this is all true, but I think it's going to be a real treat uh, to our audience. I'm hearing things that I'm hearing for the first time too. So it was a great learning experience for me. Um, now, where can our listeners find you? So... I am on Instagram at Salsi De Isa Coaching, which is a mouthful, but that's my name. And also my website is salsideiza.com and my email links are there. And if you send me a message, I can set up a phone call. Any way you would like to reach me, I'm available on a lot of platforms and LinkedIn too and Facebook, Salsi De Isa Coaching, Salsi De Isa Coaching all over the board. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Hey, so listen, 2022 is around the corner. <laughs> <It's New Year's> <laughs> exactly. Why do you have your 12 grapes out? I don't have my grapes. I didn't buy grapes. You know, oh I'm allergic goodness. to fruits, but I'm, I'm going to get my grapes. Um, so what's on the horizon for 2022? What does it look like? Um, so my big thing for 2022 is impact. I want to reach as many people as I possibly can. And those things are, there's some certain projects that are in the works that I'm really, really excited about. But I'm, you know, a little sneak peek to that is I'm teaming up with a nonprofit and a couple more. And we're going to be doing some new programs and reaching out to more people because I do love my individuals and teams. But if I can reach even more people, that's the goal, right? Impact and just to help as many people as possible and work with as many people as possible so that they can, like you said, live out loud every single millisecond of this amazing life that God has created for us and that we need to really enjoy and live fully. And that's the big mission for 2022 is just reach more people and help as many people as possible. And teaming up with nonprofits is, I think, an amazing way to do that. So that's a huge new thing that's coming up for 2022 and some other things that are hidden that I can't you know, yes, tomorrow yes. is December 1st. So fine, fine. <laughs> here, here, but that's- I love it. I love it. I know we'll be, we'll be seeing that and we'll, we'll follow you. And that's a, the best way to keep tabs. 
Celsi, I am so grateful for you. Not only grateful to know you and to have you in my life, but super grateful that you came on. I know your schedule is jam-packed. Guys, we are recording this. It is officially 10 p.m. Um, in the evening. So I I actually oh, oh, am- time, you make time, right? Yes, exactly. So I'm super grateful that you made the time because I really wanted to get you on here. I wanted to, you know, just introduce you to our audience, to those people who don't know you yet, because I knew um, this was going to be a very heart-centered, moving um, interview. So thank you, thank you, thank you for making the time. And any parting words before we go? Of course. Well, I want to thank you for inviting me here and posting and saying so many beautiful things. And I just want to say that I'm beyond blessed. And I also thank God from the bottom of my heart for knowing you and for having you put so perfectly in my path, the perfect time when, you know, I didn't even know I needed you, but I did. And <laughs> so blessed to know you and to have shared so many amazing moments with you. And I'm so happy to be spending New Year's Eve with you. How exciting is that? Right? Yes. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, the countdown starts in two hours. I'm so excited. Virtual, um, by the way, all is the one that told me that her year begins December 1st. So this is her New Year's party, not mine. Mm -hmm. So yeah. <laughs> I'm so blessed I'm able to share it with her today. And um, I have grapes for both of us. So don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll zoom I love it. through you to there you. There you go. There and you go. I'm just so excited for this new year that is going to bring so many beautiful things and I just feel grateful and I think that we can both agree that to live and live out and enjoy this beautiful career that we have and we're just so blessed that this is what we get to call work and I'm thank you for having me and it's been it's such a pleasure and it's been fun right and I hope you guys are going to have an amazing season because and to not forget that Jesus is the reason for the season right because this is the crazy time but we have to keep him at our center and mm -hmm live out his word always and i hope that everyone has a wonderful holiday season and thank you Yay. and thank you for listening and i hope to connect with all of you and you know let's keep in touch and follow me and we can talk whenever you want awesome so, uh, thank you Celsi. Talk, talk talk i love it i love it all right folks so you heard it here remember to do good and be great and go play outside we'll see you next time and have fun Bye. live it live out loud like Bertha says every single yes. second like just make it fun whatever hey. it is in line at Publix talk to the person next to you and like make a joke I don't know make it fun I love it I love it I love it bye guys good, good advice have fun <laughs>